Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Faction Wars, a New World podcast, episode number 14. It is Wednesday, March the 2nd, and I know what you're thinking. It's been a minute. Taylor, I haven't heard your sultry voice. Steven, it's been a long time. It's been a while since I've heard you fumbling around the new world. What's going on? Not much, man. I'm happy to, that we're doing this again. Um, yeah. Every time we do this show, I get excited all over again for a game that is quickly losing my attention. And I say that um, as a casual player. Um, yeah. You know, there, there's, there was some scary stuff that happened. Uh, yeah, in, in, we'll, in the we'll, world. we'll address that today. Yes. Talk yeah. about that, that dev uh, update and everything. Because I was getting frantic messages from you in the middle of my work day. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? Why can I not play this game anymore? And I, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, that a little we'll, bit. We'll speak on it, but yeah. I'm, I'm doing well. Um, I'm happy that we're doing this. I made sure to have a nice, strong coffee when I got home from work, so I'm, I had the. I'm sipping on some coffee right now, actually. Oh, yeah. For for the listeners at home, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've had an episode. I want you to know that was not intentional. I didn't mean to just leave you guys in the dark. I had uh, a surgery for men. Uh, a man, that you a man have surgery. Yeah, that you have when you're done having children. Yep. That went horribly wrong. <laughs> horrifically wrong definitely i mean let's make something clear you're not a eunuch no um and you can still pee and uh your your thing is still there that's not so it didn't go as horribly wrong as some people's imagination just took them in that eight seconds but still but terribly wrong for for the span of about a week and a half i did have the testicle a testicle the size of a softball. So, yeah, not good. It was pretty bad. It was not optimal. Not the yeah. way you want your satchel to, to function. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. And then, and then you know, I had some family stuff. Kids were super sick. I, I think Steve got sick a little bit as well. It was so. just. It, it was a terrible yeah. month. It was a it very was, very. It was a run of yeah. like two three weeks where we were just like, what oh, the fuck? When are we gonna record this thing? <laughs> so yeah, we're back. We should be on a a good pace now. Next week, our boy Joby will be back. Yeah. Um. So. I, we, we have a lot of news that we want to cover. Uh, I'm going to go high level on the new stuff that they announced today. This episode, we're mostly going to be giving impressions on the February update and talking about that as well as the dev blog. Um, we'll touch on a couple of small things that they teased for the March update, but we'll be diving deep into that with our boy Joby next week. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the plan for today. Before we get into that, though, This is Faction Wars, a New World podcast, the podcast with all of your latest news, tips, tricks, and stories from around Eternum. You can catch us on every single one of your favorite podcast services Mm -hmm. out there. If there's a podcast service that you're listening on that you can't find Faction Wars on, which I know doesn't make sense because I'm talking about it on Faction Wars. But if you're like, hey, I want to switch to Pod House or, or something. Uh, and you're like, hey, where the fuck is Faction Wars? Let us know. If you can't find us somewhere, let us know. We'll we'll correct that for you. Indeed. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash dualscreenstv, where all of our uh, episodes post the day after they're recorded. Uh, we also have a bunch of really other, uh, a bunch of other really awesome content over there, including uh, interviews with indie developers. Uh, voice actors you can catch the crossplay podcast which is our weekly uh just general gaming news podcast so if you're interested in any of those make sure you subscribe to that youtube channel if you want to support us a little bit more you can go over to patreon.com slash nds podcast just like our patreon producers fnh paul and colton the apprentice nestler did and support the show a little bit more get some goodies as well thank you steven yeah I know you haven't been playing much New World. I know there's been a lot going on. We had server merges. We switched factions. We, uh, you know, it's been total chaos the last couple of weeks. Have you had the chance 
to jump on and finish the story. At least. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right when I was going to do that, okay, I got two games to review that I was pretty excited about that I didn't, I wasn't preparing to have to do both at the same time. Yeah. So that is still a thing I'm, I'm trying to work through. I should have those done by this time next week. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel bad not putting my non-streaming or podcast recording time to anything but those games. Sure. Um, so no, honestly, I haven't. I have been following the bouncing ball. I've been seeing what the, what the company has been doing. Um, I've been part of those discussions as best I could. Um, I'm really kind of planning my my return to New World um, to to fit a very specific role, um, and that's kind of how I'm, I'm going to be approaching this. Um, and you know, sure. we could, we could discuss that if you want. Um, we could discuss everything that you know, that's been going on in our faction war, um, <laughs> which honestly is just like from a layman's point of view, just seems like chaos for chaos sake. Um, and I know that there are not only reasons for it, but there are like statistical spreadsheet, bar graphs, pie chart reasons for doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think because that's it's because it's specific to our servers, our faction, our our situation. Um, I don't know how important that would be to anyone who plays New World. However, I think it's because of the state of New World that we're putting this position to begin with. Hundred percent. Yeah. So for for some context for the listeners, um, they announced server merges uh, with like twenty four hours notice. These this most recent round of server merges. Um, and so that kind of like threw us for a bit of a loop. We got merged into this other server uh, that had a super company with like five or six shell companies that owned every territory that mattered. Um, and they were the same color that we were. They were green. And so we were like, you know what? Like, we want to try and own a territory. Let's switch over to yellow. So that we can fight these guys. Because Yellow didn't really have... Like, Yellow was pretty down and out. It was on the weaker side. Yeah. And so we got our alliance, formerly green, from our old server. We also got the purple uh, companies who... From our old server. Who were kind of getting treated the same way. By the incumbent purple faction on this new server. And we're like, hey, let's band together, you know enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Let's all band together on yellow. Then we'll have really nice server balance. The population will be, will be good. And we can kind of like all vie for these, these territories. The day that we switch over this green company, as well as the majority of the, uh, purple resistance, uh, transferred to Orun, which is the new, like super sweaty PVP server, Mm -hmm. uh, on us East. Yep. Um, so we were like, just wasted our, our faction swap and we're left on a server with a peak population of like 200 people, which means like, we're not getting OPRs not good. to go at all. Like, it, Bare- yeah, it's, barely, it's rough. Barely. I mean, that barely counts as a massive multiplayer online game. Yeah. You, you lose the massive. Yeah. It's just a multiplayer online game at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it sucked, especially for people who, like, their main draw to the game was PvP. You can't even participate in the casual PvP content at that point. There's no wars happening. We're losing all of our invasions because we just, like, don't have enough people to do them. Um, and so we're like, okay, let's use our faction swap token, go to another server. Did that recently. Great decision. Like, it, we, we moved to, like, the... Well, now, like, one of the top most populated servers. But at the time, it was, like, a top five, top six mm-hmm. on U.S. East. Um, and it it was one of the best decisions we made. Immediately going over there, the market's popping again. Like, it reminded me why I love this game. Like, everything just had this energy in it. We were getting in these invasions and just totally wrecking shop. And we're we're getting in wars with these random companies we've never met before and, like... Uh, we're, we're meeting all these new people. We're meeting these new groups doing like elite zone world tours and stuff. We're 
Um, there's like OPR happening all day long. There's expeditions and, and dungeons happening all day long. Constantly people are running um, like arenas and stuff. So uh, it's been very, very good. So that, that was exciting. That's kind of the most recent update um, on our situation. But yeah, New World as a whole has kind of forced our hand on this because we were left on a server that by all intents and purposes was dying after a merge. And that's not a unique situation to us. If you look at the most recent mm. uh, server population numbers, yeah, um, there's a number of servers that are peaking out at like a hundred people. Like I'm, I'm looking mm. just on us East right now, there are three, four servers and it's, I mean, it's a little later on the East coast, but it's not even midnight yet. Multiple servers that are under six servers, under 150 people. Like it's just, it's not playable with populations that low. Nothing yeah. sells. Like you can't make money. You can't do content. And so I, I think this is Amazon game studios way of forcing people to use those transfer tokens so that they're on a server and they're there before they do any other kinds of merges or anything. So they don't mm. want what happened with this most recent set of merges to happen again, where they merge and, and get a couple of servers in a really healthy spot. Then people just transfer off and fuck it up again. Yeah. So, or, or, you know, it, so I, I don't know how much research goes into the servers that get merged and whatever, but like it can't like, I feel like they're not understanding what's happening on the political side of those yeah. servers like they our server there that ha or the one that you, you guys went over to or were, whatever we were merged to like mm -hmm. having that company with a bunch of shell companies like they should have known that they should have saw that yeah. they should have understood that that was what was happening because when somebody has control over something for so long it's not easy to keep that control it's just yeah. not um you know so having having this company just sitting there and dominating, like you have to realize that just bringing people over there isn't necessarily going to fix that. And I'm sure that's what they thought was going to happen, that it was going to be, Oh, competition. Yay. Um, but it was like, nah, because they're not, they're not willing to, to play. They're not willing to play nice. Like they're, they're yeah. keeping the way they were doing things is the way they're going to do things. And then everybody just leaves again, because now, because now it's not, conducive to the way they want to play the game. And I think that that's a problem with the fluidity of how companies work and how they take over territories. This yeah. is why, um, and I'm going to use this sacred term, um, with care mm -hmm. and caution. This is why they, games have server wipes yeah and i think we're gonna get to a point where there's gonna be three servers in the united states for the time zones or whatever yeah and they're gonna increase the capacity because who you know who cares mm -hmm. and they're going to have to do that and they're going to have to make maybe te more territories more quickly so that more companies could be involved and not, you know, have one massive company kind of all over the place. Like I like when the map yeah. changes constantly. Like I, that's, that's fun for me because I'm like, Oh, well it's not necessarily fun for me, but it adds a layer of challenge. Yes. A hundred percent. So like, I, I like that that's happening. Cause I could, I'm just pretending that this is just the way the game is, is like, it's not, I, I remove myself from the fact that there are human beings fighting for this territory. I just look at it as like, oh no, the game is doing a thing. I better adjust. Like, yeah. that's just how I play. And to get, you know, to touch back on what I said in the beginning of the show, like, I'm going to go into this game and I'm going to be little soldier boy and just collect and upkeep and help with money and keep to myself I'm not going to participate in wars unless I'm going to be in one that is noob friendly and is like, just sure. come along and, you know, we'll guide you through it and like no pressure. Great. I'll do it. But like shit is getting too nerdy and like I cannot keep up with 
the lingo yeah. and the and all of that stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, one of the one of the things that you and I got got into was like, you know, the PVE is is my part of the game that I really enjoy. Um, the character building, the um, life building, as it were, yeah. Um, community building, like all of that stuff is the part that I really like about it. And then there was that dev update, and that kind of, and between m- most of my hardcore company members are into a part of the game I don't play. Um, but also then they had that dev diary that kind of was taken out of context on that GameSpot article, if you want to get into that. Yeah, so I, I think it was Game Rant. Game they posted Rant. an article You're right. um, that said, like, uh, devs, uh, New World devs planning on removing friction, which is something that they did say, scaling back survival and crafting content or something like that. I mean, it I, was I'll, the, I can was the try tagline. and get the exact quote um, because it's super, super misleading. Like, yeah, um, it, it, it was taken very out of context. New World will shed systems that are creating friction for players. That's how it is. And then when you read it, yeah. they the quote is about is talking specifically about uh, crafting uh uh, hunting whatever whatever gathering yeah. whatever um and other pve things like they didn't mention anything about pvp and it, was, yeah. and it was like we need to reevaluate and and go back into this so we're like oh so the way i read it was oh they're they're gonna scale back on those things on the importance of those things on the mm-hmm. and so that the players because they're they're players that are driving their 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 success right now are the use of the world it's not the casual um, and I was thinking like, oh, that's an interesting way to, you know, change the game by st- stamp- stomping on the things that keep the casuals around and just focusing on the hardcore. It's almost like destiny. Yeah. Like destiny went and made the game so hardcore that if you did not play every day and saw the changes as they were happening and you just were like, oh, three months later, I'm going to go back in. I-, I like shooting things. You would go into that and be like what the hell is going on in this video game? Yeah. And I was afraid that that, that was what was going to happen in, in new world. Yeah. So the, the actual context of that quote from the dev update, um, for our audience, they were, the, the devs were specifically talking about points of contention that players had for ease of use. Some of the big things that they, uh, cite were like, how long it takes to level up fishing as a profession versus everything else. Um, They're like, Hey, we understand that that takes way longer or logging versus, you know, mining or skinning or whatever. Like the, the requirement there is just so much higher. We're going to scale that back a little bit to bring it more in line um, with how things are. We're also going to reduce the grind to craft uh, some of the things you need, like, uh, tuning orbs for end game dungeons. Uh, we're going to make them more accessible so that you can buy them every three days instead of every seven days. Mm. Um, we're going to make it so that uh, Azoth fast travel costs are significantly reduced. Uh, and cited things like that, like removing the pain points so that people can get around easier. They can level the professions that they're interested in right. um, easier and they can do the content that they want to do without having to grind portals and other um, like super rare drop crafting mods mm. all week long to be able to run one dungeon. So the in context of the full dev video, I was like, yes, this is awesome. This makes it so that even people who uh, can't play every day like myself can access this endgame stuff. Then I'm getting blown up by you and you're like, what the fuck? Like, why are they getting rid of these systems for like PVEers and stuff. And I'm like, I was super confused. So yeah, that article like took that quote way, way out of context and like made it seem like they were totally changing the like PVE aspect when in fact, it seems like they're doubling down on it. We'll talk about it a little bit at the end of the episode, the um, March uh, PTR update. They they posted a, a little snippet of what they're gonna release. Mm. We'll deep dive into that more next week. But um, one of the the big highlights here is 
a new weapon and a new uh, PVE dungeon. And so, like, they're they're continuing to double down on the PVE stuff, and they understand that PVE content uh, helps create a healthier game all around. So, I hope I was able to ease your mind. I know we talked about it a lot uh, when you first saw that, but yeah, um, it, it seems but that's like important. they're just making it. Yeah, that's important because like anybody who, because I wasn't the only one that saw that and and looked mm-hmm. at it that way. Um, you know. It's, uh, as you know, we, we've at dual screens, we've interviewed like hundreds of developers and we, we, we don't know how to make a video game, but we know what the people who make them think about and the things to keep like casual players are the most important as far as the longevity of your game, maybe not the profit of your game but the longevity of the game and they're the ones that keep the servers open Mm -hmm. and your hardcore are the ones that are going to every once in a while, throw a ton of money at you, which is fine. Um, and you know, having them focus on like what you said, making the things that the player can come in and do that doesn't seem like a slog anymore is a big step into making the game for those people. Um, yeah. Cause I think the, the main thing they have to do right now, like months ago, a couple months ago, we spoke about like, what do they need to focus on? Like they need to focus on not breaking shit. Every time they do an update, mm-hmm. like that was big. Um, the balance of economy was a big thing they had to, to work on um, yeah. and all that. But like now I think their focus has to be on, we need more players. Yeah. Like we need to figure out, how we're going to bring people back, bring people back. But like in, in a way that isn't just a flashy, uh, marketing ploy. Like the, the hook of this game was so good. And then there was a part of the game that sort of took over the meta. And it was almost like, um, like focusing not I don't want to say focusing on the wrong thing but putting too many eggs in one basket for too long. And so yeah. that part of the game became a little muddled, a little bit um like changing a little too quick too quickly and too many times. Um like you guys had to like relearn how to do uh PVP stuff like three or four times now. Like the strategies change, the you know, the balance change, the, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, all that stuff keeps changing. Um, but the, but the PVE stuff was stayed, stayed the same for pretty much that entire time. Like, yes, they did add a few things here and there to make things interesting, varied some enemies, yada, yada, stuff like that. But like changed how some of the quests work, but most of us already did those quests. So yeah. You know, yes, it's for the new people. Yes, it's, you know, you want to get new people in and make them feel comfortable. But, like, we liked hunting, gathering, and doing fun little side missions. Like, we, that's the part that a lot of people, that got people hooked on the game. And, yeah. you know, I think, like I said, just taking a few eggs out of that out of that PvP basket and endgame basket and putting it into the, how do we make the initial experience um, as captivating as we possibly can. I don't know, maybe more than one cutscene, the entire game would help. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like just make it seem like more of a video game and less of a like mobile check in every day to do the thing and check, you know, like make sure you do this run, that run, this run, that run, you know, whatever. Like that's what it started to feel like to me. Um, so I'm glad to hear that it's not doom and gloom. Yes. And I'm glad that you brought up um, some of the key points that we said they needed to focus on because with this most recent update, they absolutely have. Uh, so I want to dive into the February update since we've had about a week with it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to go over some of these changes with you and how they're affecting the world. First and foremost, they put the update out. No major game breaking bugs so Incredible. far. Incredible. 
a couple of features they said would work don't work, but it's not like we're losing something. It's not like they fucked up the entire game. The game actually mm. feels really great to play right now. Um, I know there's a handful of people who are on higher ping that desync is like a real issue right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I sympathize with that 100%. Um, it does seem like the desync has gotten a little bit worse mm-hmm. since this patch. Um, especially if you're playing on higher ping. Like there are some people in our company who are from the UK playing on USE servers. Or there are some people who live on the West Coast playing on USE servers. Like... Those people especially experience desync at a higher rate now, it seems. Mm. The, the, but, world, the world is also going through some shit right now. And yeah. I feel like, because I was also having a ton of issues with PSN. Like, mm-hmm. just taking things that would normally take 20 minutes to download were taking 8 hours for no reason. Like, internet yeah. speed was fine, but I guess the server it was pinging was just fuck, just over... I don't know. I don't know what's been going on, but in, I there have been a lot of weird internet issues lately, and I don't know if that has yeah. something to do with it. Maybe because they're all using Amazon's little server farms or whatever. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it, there's something there that, that we know nothing about. Um, but I digress. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Uh, but overall, the changes feel really good. Changes to combat feel great. Um, the accessibility that they've added making it so that you can uh, buy gypsum orbs so that you can get your expertise bumps more Uh, adding umbral shards into more content and adding more umbral shards into existing content making it more accessible so that you don't just have to grind high level mutators all day to get your gear score up like the first day of the patch I went and I I had been saving my, uh, my gypsum casts for like a week I went and opened them all up. I had like 15,000 umbral shards. And so I was able to take my gear set that I was sitting at like 610 all the way up to like almost a full set at 620. Nice. Um, so yeah, it, it was, it was really nice. And they added a, a, a lot more ways to upgrade your gear. Once you hit that soft cap threshold at mm. 600. Um, so that's been really nice. Uh, the, the changes overall, um, feel really good. And I'm, I'm happy with this bug fix update. Navigating the auction house is still a nightmare. It still needs to be something that they address, but it seems like they're listening. They're focusing on stuff, um, that is important to the community. They're making it so that more things are rewarding, which Mm -hmm. is good. Um, and they're making it so that more things are accessible to more people, which is always good. Yeah, it's 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 almost like, um, you know, if something isn't, if something could could function better, but still functions, like they could mm-hmm. they could kind of leave that alone for now. Um, yeah. And there are other systems that that they um, need to make sure work as intended first. Before mm-hmm. they move on from it or, or focus on anything else. I even yeah. I even think that like adding a new weapon to the game right now, which, you know, it's coming or it's here. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I think it's coming. It's like soon. March. Yeah. March. Yeah. It's the uh, like even doing that where they just really got weapon balancing right. Like, I feel like it's in a place where people are not complaining about it every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still things that are OP. Um, sure. there are still meta strategies. Sure. Um, but like, even that I would be like, that's just going to cause another set of problems. Now, now people are going to figure out exploits for that. And then you're going to have to patch that. And then, you know, like all this stuff. So, um, I think things should need to live in the PTR a little bit longer for them yeah. so that they yeah. could like really have a, a, a battle plan and set mm-hmm. these things out a little bit slower. Um, yeah, they. I think they stuff. need to do better at communicating that too. Like with the February update, for example, uh, they announced at the beginning of the month that this was the February PTR update, and they keep referring to these PTR uh, phases by the month, right? Right. And I think they need to try and get away from that because the three weeks that they have to PTR test this stuff just doesn't feel like long enough. It. You know? It isn't. It, I mean, if you look at the general pop servers or, 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 you know, dwindling, what do you think a PTR server looks like? Like, what's the peak yeah. PTR server? 
Um, I yeah, I have no idea. It, it can't be. Guess. It can't be good. Like the the casuals don't know it exists. Put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. So that's already segmenting what probably like forty percent of your of your players. Like I don't know or more. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I I think they need to get away from naming it after a month and instead um, try and give themselves a little bit more runway. Yeah, call it a chapter or just do like Roman numerals. Like, oh, PTR 4. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, You can even do like PTR 1.2.2, you know? Yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit? But get away from the the monthly naming cadence because now people are expecting a big update every month. And if you can't put out significant content every month, which is a insanely fast turnaround on this stuff. And like, a big ask. Yeah. A big ask when the game is like just now getting to a semi-stable state. Like it, it makes me nervous. I think they need to be smart with how they handle this stuff going forward. Ooh. They've already kind of made their bed for the first like quarter or two of the year. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't, um, there, there is, yes, it is a switch on the, hold on. Let me hit the switch. Oh, my train is going off the rails. Did you know that guild wars put out a freaking expansion pack this week? Yes. Yes. I did know that guild wars two, uh-huh. which I'm, pretty sure came out when i was in high school i i mean i could be completely yeah, mashing that together about right but it was a long time ago um mm-hmm. that might have been guild wars the first one that i'm thinking of but yeah either way like i was either in high school or college game's been out for a very like long it's time. a long time and yeah. still getting content so it, we know that games can they can last and they yeah. can have major updates so and they can have a turn in the public eye too oh, and yeah. a lot of mmos do this elder scrolls online final fantasy 14 mm-hmm. um like uh, all of these major mmos uh, fallout 76 to an extent mm-hmm. i think world of warcraft has like had a major change in the public eye three or four different times in both directions yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so like it, it's possible for them to redeem this game like we we need to remember this game is six months old this month you know yeah like there's there's still time for them to turn this around they just have to really nail these next couple of patches and taking their time with them is going to be the way to do that absolutely all right little teaser they've been putting out these last couple of days for the march update Mm. i want to talk about this first and foremost we discussed this um a couple of episodes ago for your weapon of the week, mm. uh, you mentioned the blunderbuss. Mm-hmm. The blunderbuss will be coming out in the March update. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave a couple of details around what the blunderbuss will do. Um, there are two trees that they highlight here, uh, just like every other um, weapon. The containment tree is all about closing the gap and unloading hot lead into your enemy's face. That's so more up up close, personal. Uh, the chaos tree focuses on keeping distance and bombarding areas with explosive AOE damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first weapon that is going to scale off of both strength and intelligence. So it is a good range option for melee bruisers as well as a nice um gap closer slash distance creator for mages so i think there's going to be a lot of uh really fun combos that people create um with this unique stat scaling weapon uh so i'm i'm excited about that um they put out a couple of like teaser images of it you can't really see um like any of the abilities or anything outside of this one looks kind of like a knockback. Uh, but I'm excited. I think uh, having more non-magical ranged options will be really good. Uh, I agree 1 million percent, and that's why I came up with the idea and sold it to Amazon Game Studios. I get a part of that, right? Like mm-hmm. You're going yeah, to cut me in. Oh, perfect. Excellent. Yeah. 
Excellent. Uh, the other thing that they announced uh, in the March PTR, one of the big teases that they uh, had made here, was that they are releasing a new dungeon. Mm-hmm. And with this dungeon, they will be finishing up the story of Isabella. Mm-hmm. Steven, yeah. There's some shit do you know who Isabella. Isabella is? I Yeah, I do. Um but I don't know enough that I have been spoiled and can recount what's going on. I just know that there's some shit going on uh-huh. and Isabella's at the focus. Great news. Most people have no idea who Isabella is. Okay. Um, so you've done the dynasty shipyard expedition, right? I don't think so. I think I'm up to that. Uh, I think that's what I'm waiting to do. Let's do that soon. Next time you play, let me know. I'll run that. Yeah, I'll run that. Let's do it. Um, but in Dynasty Shipyard, you fight this enemy named Isabella. She's a corrupted maiden. Uh, you get her down to about half health, and then she runs away. As far as I know, that is the first time that you see Isabella. Apparently, this entire storyline is about Isabella. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, personally. Now, hold on. Isabella... Yeah is mentioned there's a there's a part of the quest where you're gathering or reading isabella notes or something Mm -hmm. that i do recall yeah she's mentioned in the lore notes a lot yes and that she has like a following and like yeah so like I, i know that there is this this almost like cult leader um that has left breadcrumbs everywhere. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of what, what I, what I know right now of an, of Anne Isabella. Perfect. Well, we're going to be finishing her story with this. They are adding some new missions to the main story quest. So they're actually expanding Good. that. Um, and it will culminate in completing this dungeon. The dungeon is going to be in the capital city of Mirkgard, which is at the very Northern point of shattered mountain it is the most difficult in my opinion elite zone in the game Mm -hmm. um and there's this cool church that sits at the top of it um that you couldn't get into previously and then a door that very obviously looked like the entrance to an expedition so that is uh gonna be the next big end game content it's recommended for level 60 plus p- players with gear score mm-hmm. between 550 and 570 so this is going to be an end game dungeon uh and highly likely they will include this in the rotation for mutators as well they also mentioned that they're going to add uh, a handful of additional quests that's all they say yeah they're they're gonna I imagine they're going to like remove some stuff that people find monotonous and boring and just add different types of shit just to keep things fresh and different, sure. um, which are the same word. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, like that's cool. I like when I'm going around and being like, what, what the hell is this? I, I, or like when you go to the board and it's just something a little different, just a little different. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, one, one thing I don't think you, you have on your dock, though, that I want to mention uh, is we this is probably the best grouping of New World free shit for Prime. Yes, like these yes. skins are great. Um, yeah, so they they've added two since the beginning of the year. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Sorcerer's Finery pack um, on last episode, I believe, um, and then they just recently released the Cloak Charlatan pack. They don't have any teasers. For what's coming soon, but they do have four additional bundles that just say available soon on them. And but like uh, the other thing is they each come with five thousand marks. Yes, so they're giving huge. out a lot of currency. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yes, um, the hood on the sorcerer's pack is a little questionable. It looks weird. It it so basically it's a it's a hoodie, right? Like it's a hood, mm-hmm. but then at the bottom there's cloth. That goes like it's it's just around your neck. Yeah, it looks like so. It's like you're pulling on a hoodie, but it's just the hood. Right. It's it's like a it's like a cone of shame, but a hoodie yeah. instead of a cone. Yeah, and it's not like attached to the chest 
right. wear at all. Right. So it looks weird. The charlatan pack, I will say, looks very, very good in-game. The The cloak looks nice. The the hood fits a lot better. Um, I like the looks colors really of, the, of the sorcerer. Yeah. I like that. I'm hoping with this next bundle, because uh, we have kind of like a rogue and a mage. I want them to do like a, a big, like heavy armor set, you know, Beefy for like a, a, yeah, for like a bruiser or a tank looking thing. Um, I think that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Prime Gaming, giving out a lot of free in-game currency, even if you're not playing the game right now, highly recommend going in and just claiming that so that when you come back, you can buy some dope skins or something. Indeed. Uh, the last thing I wanted to highlight, uh, they mentioned this in the deep dive um, PTR patch notes that they just put out for March. Um, this is more on the PvP side. The big change here is in wars on defense, defenders can no longer spawn on one of the three points when they're uncaptured, mm. Mm. which is going to significantly improve the win rate for attacking teams. It's going to be a lot harder for people to defend now because they had the crutch of being able to die and then immediately spawn on the point that they died on instead of having to run in from the war camp like you have to on attack. Yeah, which so, honestly makes all the sense in the world. Like, what every... Yeah. All, any game ever has done this. Like, it just... Whatever. But it's okay. Continue. Yeah. I'm 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 happy with the change. It, it was way too easy for situations like our server where people would take these top territories and then just hunker down and be able to defend them for months at a time. Mm-hmm. This will make it so that the map is flipping way more often. Um, and it's going to keep wars way more engaging. Uh, you're not going to get these super companies that are able to uh, just squat on a territory forever because they have defenders advantage. Mm. Defenders still have an advantage. They'll still, um, you know, you'll still see wins skewed on the side of the defender, but um, it's not going to be nearly as much as um, it is now. Amazon claimed in a recent dev blog, I don't think it was the most recent one, but one of like December or January that the win rate for defense was 80% and that felt low based off of personal experience and anecdotes from Reddit. Like, I think it was closer to like 95% that defenders were winning, which in a competitive PVP game, like that shouldn't be a thing. I just had an idea. What if you hear me out? Uh-huh. What right if what if these territories didn't always have to be fought for? Uh-huh. What if you can use an in-game system to politic and sell territories? I think that would be awesome. And like I them. I would love yeah, I would love for there to be like instead of like if you're wanting to take a territory over from someone within your faction, Instead mm-hmm. of going to war with them and having like a civil war, you can hold like a, a governor election, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you could like politic and you have to get people to vote and only people within your faction could vote. Like, yeah, I think that would be really cool. I love the political stuff. Like the the Game of Thrones style political intrigue that happens on these servers like is so much fun. The I want them to embrace that with game mechanics now. Like I want yeah. it to be like a there I want there to be like a subterfuge option or you know what I mean mm-hmm. like spying and yeah. Like all of this stuff that like you can really Or yeah, or you can like sabotage siege beforehand if mm-hmm. you uh if you put enough influence in or something and and the defending team can't see what could potentially be targeted or whatever. And if, if they counter target correctly, then it gets negated. But if they pick the wrong thing, like I would love more intricate systems like that, that would allow for more like interesting pre-war politicking and, and posturing and stuff like that. Like a strategy and, there's there's a lot of intrigue there um 
Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I, I think this is a step in the right direction. Um, and they've talked about wanting to um, add ways to get rid of uh, tyrants and stuff like that, um, even within your own faction. So um, I, I, I think they're definitely moving in the right direction. Like we said at the top of the show, They've got a lot of shit on their plate right now. There's a lot that they're going to need to <laughs> yeah. focus on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. overall, um, the, the like feeling on Reddit after this most recent update seems to have shifted a little bit. There's mm-hmm. obviously still whiny baby, baby boys on there. Sure, um, sure. but I saw a lot of posts that I have not seen since the game launched that was like, Hey, AGS thumbs up, you know, like good job. Yeah. Which for reddit is like fucking you you should just you know put that on your resume and and quit now kind of a thing <laughs> that's it the game like, is gone gold like yeah reddit gave me an attaboy <laughs> yeah um, i am the greatest developer kind of a thing yeah it's tough to um but yeah overall it, it feels like the sentiment is shifting in a good direction indeed all right steven let's drive it home here do you have a weapon of the week for I me? I do. But give it to me. It is not just a weapon to just okay. throw into the game. Okay. This is a marketing extravaganza. Yeah. A collaboration, if you will. Oh. Yes. That's right. There is okay. a other MMO that people say, oh, I'm just going to go back to this one because it's so much better. Yeah. Because it is. But I envision a collaboration with Final Fantasy. Hey. Not 14. Uh Not anything that we know from the MMOs, but rather... One with one of the more interesting weapons that I think would fit in rather well in New World. And I am talking, of course. Barrett's arm gun. No, close. Oh. Final Fantasy VIII, Squall's okay. Gunblade. Oh, mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Gunblade would be basically... The a two-handed blunderbuss greatsword combination. Yeah. Um, where one tree would be more focused on the trigger aspect of it, where you're doing more cone-like damage, a little extra bleed maybe because the bullets, right? Um, yeah. something like that. And the uh the other tree could be more focused on the devastating single target attacks like a warhammer or a you know one of them big axes yeah. something like that because the sword is huge we know that but uh-huh. one of the mechanics was if you timed it right with the trigger pull you would do extra damage because you'd be sh- basically shooting the the gun at the exact moment that the blade as you're hitting right. yeah so okay. we can mess with that a little bit too oh. um where you can trigger abilities based on your actual clicks as opposed to just choosing the ability to trigger. Like, you could do things with combos a little bit more interestingly. Um, And the final uh, unlock in the trees, um, we could say each one has their own variation, but summoning... A Shiva or an Infrit. Wow. Right? Where I... the final ability is like you Shiva, it's a healing spell, basically. You know, it heals your party a little bit, whatever. Yeah. Maybe an maybe a, a heal over time type thing. And then uh-huh. Infrit could do like fire damage over time, like a massive yeah. you know, whatever. But like you could play around with it where you could bring those Final Fantasy eight elements to it outside of just gunblade. Um mm-hmm. We could have these like other dimensional beings that are tied to the soul of the gunblade, as it were, or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's my weapon of the week. Or interesting. Month. I'm hey oh, oh. Well, listen. Sometimes right. I miss shows. You know. 
I, I understand. Well, Steve, I appreciate you joining me for this show. It was a good show. Next week, Joby is back. Ooh. He is committed to me that he will be here. Ooh. So we'll get back on the lore lowdown. Maybe he can tell us a little bit about Isabella and what her deal is. Yeah, please. If there's uh, anyone that knows, it's him. Yes, 100%. Uh, we'll we'll deep dive into this March uh, PTR update a little bit more. In glancing through it, there's some really decent changes on here. Uh, ranged decks users, bows, muskets. You guys are going to be very excited about some the of these changes. Um, overall, looks pretty good so far. Mm. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. If you liked the show, leave a like on it on YouTube or leave us a review on the podcast service of your choice. It means a lot, especially if you're listening on Apple. For whatever reason, they really value the reviews over there. Even if you're not listening on Apple, go get your old iPod mm-hmm. from like, you know, 2008. I have two. I don't know I if you can. Somewhere. I don't know if you can get podcasts on there. You probably can. You can probably you know, hook it up to your iTunes I mean, or whatever. You, yeah, you could just like log into iTunes on your computer. You know. Yeah, like, and then download it. IPod, yeah. yeah, it's it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Go listen to an episode over there. Leave us a review. It yep. means a lot. Yep. If you guys like the show and want to support us even more, you can head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. For just $1, you'll get access to our really awesome Discord where we talk about a lot of cool stuff. It's true. It uh, awesome. You'll get access to you know pre-shows and, and bonus shows mm-hmm. and, and all kinds of good goodies. So we would really appreciate support over there mm-hmm. if you so choose. Until next time. Steven, thank you for joining me. Indeed. We will keep uh, gun in the blade. Impression. Yeah,